بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن ابي هنيده وائل بن حجر رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سال سلمه بن يزيد الجعفي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا نبي الله ارايت ان قامت علينا امراء يسالونا حقهم ويمنعونا حقنا فما تامرنا فاعرض عنه ثم ساله فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اسمعوا واطيعوا فانما عليهم ما حملوا وعليكم ما حملتم رواه مسلم وعن عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم انها ستكون بعد اثرا وامور تنكرونها قالوا يا رسول الله كيف تأمر من أدرك منا ذلك قال تؤدون الحق الذي عليكم وتسألون الله الذي لكم متفق عليه أبو هنيدا وائل بن حجر رضي الله تعالى عنه is the narrator of the hadith he discussed the first section of it yesterday he mentions a question which was put by one sahabi to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam obviously in his presence this is why he is relating it the name of the sahabi is salma ibn yazid jufi he asked rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that o nabi of allah tell me if there are such leaders appointed over us they are demanding their right from us however they are not fulfilling what is due to us what do you order us to do in such circumstances as we mentioned yesterday allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam went to extreme lengths to preserve the unity of the ummah to instill this quality of what we call ummah pana consciousness that we are one ummah we are not divided our hearts are united not divided on the lines of race of creed of nationality that we are one body in fact he said he gave this as the alamat and the sign of iman he said mathalul mu'minin fi tawaddihim wa tarahumihim wa ta'atufihim he said in your loving one another in your having mercy compassion for one another in your concern for one another he said my ummah the muslim ummah its example is like one body when the head pains the whole body races to assist or to address the pain in the head doesn't distinguish you know that's the head i'm the hand or that's the head i'm the foot allah's rasul sallallahu said mathalul this is the example this is the proof of your iman that you have this mutual love and concern for one another so allah's rasul sallallahu went to great lengths to preserve this and as we mentioned repeatedly in this chapter one very important ingredient for that is for us to come together under one amir this is why islam greatly emphasizes the importance of obedience towards whoever is the amir do not oppose that person unnecessarily so the sahabi poses the question that such an amir or such a leader appointed over us he is demanding his right what is due to him he wants it from us what is due to us from him he is not giving that fama ta'muruna what do you command us 
as I mentioned yesterday, this question obviously from the nature of it is inciting what? Permission from Rasulullah to oppose that particular Amir. Obviously, if you go to someone and say, what is due to me, he's not giving me, what I have to give him, he's demanding it, what must I do? Logically, this is the answer that will normally be given. And as I said, we, if we translate that, or we transfer that into a domestic situation, into a commercial situation, this is happening all the time. There will always be this taqabul. There will always be this confrontation, whether it's husband or wife, whether it's employee or employee, even between friends, even between relatives, family members, this is a very, very common issue that is raised. I am doing good to them, they are not doing good to me. I am fulfilling their right, they are not fulfilling my right. فَمَا تَأْمُرُنَا O Nabi of Allah, what do you command me to do? Shaitan, what will Shaitan tell you? Break off ties. Demand your right. He is not doing it for you, so why should you do it for him? This is the, what we call, shaitani mentality. Islam does not teach us that. Islam, the first, the crux, the foundation of Islam is to ask ourselves this question. That in my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how is my behavior going to affect? What is the right of Allah that is directed to me? If there is an Amir over me, whether it's husband, wife, whether it's employer, employee, each one has to ask himself this question that in Allah's court, what answer am I going to give? And in Allah's court, what is obligatory upon you? Allah is going to question you about that. What is obligatory on the next person? He is doing something wrong. Now, does this become justification for you also to do something wrong? You have certain obligations that are directed to you. He has certain obligations that are directed to him. Islam Sharia teaches us, be very cautious and concerned about what is directed to you. Fulfill that. What is in your favor or what is due to you, if it is fulfilled, alhamdulillah. If it is not fulfilled, previous hadith, what a beautiful nuskha prescription Rasulullah gave. We told the Ansar of Medina, إِنَّكُمْ سَتَلْقَوْنَ بَعْدِ أَثَرَةً عَلَيْكُمْ That, oh my Ansar, you are going to encounter preferential treatment against you after me. In other words, your rights will not be fulfilled. فَمَا تَأْمُرُنَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ What must we do? He said, إِسْبِرُوا Make sabr. Make sabr. And what will Allah give you? What will Allah give you? He said, whatever you lose out, so far as others not fulfilling your rights, and you made sabr, you maintained the peace, you kept the muhabbat. Like we said, pijana, you ate it up, you controlled it. Then, satalqawni al-hawth, meet me at my hose kosar, and I will give you back everything that you will lose. Everything that you lost in this world, so far as others not fulfilling your rights, Nabi Salaam said, the one that will make sabr, can get the sila and return of it directly from the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at the Hoza Kosan. So coming back to this hadith, the narrator says, فَأَعْرَضَ anhu Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ignored the question. The reason he ignored already from his demeanor and manner, the message is being related. That this type, Nabi sallallahu disliked this type of question because we can see in what direction it was leading. But the questioner repeated the question. So then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
gave the answer before I translate that section. I've read the other hadith. The, the meaning of the two ahadiths are similar. This is why I am tying it up with it. Where Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Innaha satakunu ba'di athara. He said, after I leave you, you will encounter a situation where preferential treatment will be given to others over you. You will find things going on that you will dislike. Qalu ya Rasulullah, they said, O Nabi of Allah, kayfa ta'muru man adraka minna dhalik? He said, what is your command, O Nabi of Allah, if we encounter this situation? I'm reiterating, encounter what situation? The rights that are due to you are not being fulfilled. But what you have to fulfill, the demand is there, fulfill this. So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, coming back to the first hadith, he said, Isma'u wa ati'u, listen and obey whoever your leader is. In other words, what is Allah's command directed to you, that you must fulfill. فَإِنَّمَا عَلَيْهِمْ مَا حُمِّلُوا وَعَلَيْكُمْ مَا حُمِّلْتُمْ They are answerable to Allah for their responsibilities. And you are answerable to Allah for your responsibilities. Second hadith, كَيْفَ تَأْمُرُ مَنْ أَدْرَكَ مِنَّا ذَلِكَ Ya Rasulullah, what do you command those of us who encountered the situation? Preferential treatment is being given to others. Our rights are being trampled upon. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to addun al-haqq alladhi alaykum. The command of Allah that is directed to you, you fulfill that in every circumstance. What you have lost out, others are not fulfilling, tas'alun Allah, ask from Allah. Tas'alun Allah alladhi lakum. Now if you combine the few ahadiths before this, certain prescriptions are given to us when you encounter a situation of this imbalance, that your right is not being fulfilled, Yet others are demanding that you fulfill the right that is due to them. All the ahadith, we find one basic message, that your, what, what right is due to others in every circumstance, you have to fulfill that, because that is Allah's haqq that is directed towards you. As a husband, you have to fulfill your wife's right. As an employer, you have to fulfill your employee's right. As an employee, you have to fulfill your employer's right. As a relative, your family members have certain hukuk and rights over you. You have to fulfill that because Allah is going to question you. Shaitan plants the seed. They are not doing what they are supposed to do. So what must I do? First, we'll, from this hadith, Nabi Wasallam said, ask from Allah. What, he, what others are not fulfilling towards you? Ask from Allah. Beg from Allah. Secondly, make dua for them. Make dua for them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides them to do what is correct. Because you do not have this in, the, in do not ever have this in your heart that they must also lose out in akhirat. And the third thing as we mentioned, make sabr. Make sabr for what is due to you. Why? Because if you will make sabr and you will patiently, patiently persevere, then you will receive whatever you lost out directly from the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at the Hose Kosar. So coming back to the subject matter of these ahadith, deficiencies of your leaders or your counterparts, their deficiency does not justify rebellion on your part. Two wrongs, one wrong 
cannot be rectified by another wrong. Somebody else's doing something wrong to you is never ever justification for you to do wrong to them. Because Allah is not going to question you about their actions. Allah is going to question you about your actions. When your hukuk are not being fulfilled, when your rights are not being fulfilled, this is not something negative. We've mentioned this many, many times. When your rights are not being fulfilled, it is not something negative, it is an opportunity for you. It is an opportunity coming directly from Allah. One very important lesson we must learn. Whoever is your amir that is ill-treating you, or in your domestic situation, or in your economical situation, or in, your, in jamaat, you're out in the path of Allah, the person that you are coming into contact with is not treating you the way he's supposed to be treating you. Understand that our murabbi, our spiritual, actual spiritual nurturer and guide is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you will never find yourself in any situation unless Allah has decreed it. So you can blame the makhluk, you can blame the circumstances, and this will take you further and further away from Allah. Or you can bring in, in your heart that, Ya Allah, whatever I am facing, this is from you. And you have put it there for my betterment. You have put it there for my betterment. So Ya Allah, for your sake I am making sabr, and I will go on that road that you want. So what will happen, whatever you face, whatever hardship, whatever preferential treatment, whatever difficulty you face, if this becomes your mindset, then this will take you closer and closer to Allah. And as long as you are getting closer to Allah, your life is coming more on shariat, more on deen, then you are benefiting regardless of the circumstance. But if you fall into the shaitani chakar, shaitani plot, he is not doing what he's supposed to do, how can I face this situation, how can I face that situation, let me rebel, why must I do, or to hell with him, or to hell with her, as sometimes is our mindset. And then what happens is we move away from shariat. We move away from deen. We move away from doing what we were supposed to do. So, in the, the overall picture, we may feel justified in our actions, but we have lost out. Why? Because we have gone further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the nuskha prescription which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is giving us, and we should always keep this in front, us in front. Preferential treatment, affairs that you dislike, imbalance, whatever challenges you face, Allah's Rasulullah said, to In every circumstance, Allah's right, Allah's command that is directed to you, you fulfill that. Treat your relatives the way you're supposed to treat them. Treat your Amir the way you're supposed to treat him. Treat your wife the way you're supposed to treat her. Regardless of how she is behaving. Whatever deficiency, ask from Allah. Make sabr. Ask from Allah, make sabr and make dua for the hidayat of that person. This will always take you closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like your stuff is.